Hey guys, Ryan here with Fierce Marriage. Just a heads up, this is not a typical podcast episode. This is actually what we're considering a bonus episode in that it's a recording of a live Q&A session we did on Facebook and Instagram uh, about a week ago. We wanted to post it here. It is very rough. There's a lot of interactions that happened uh, through the comments and while we were, we were live online uh, that might not make sense on the podcast. However, we thought there was some valuable stuff in there that you might enjoy listening to. So if you're willing to listen to it and find those little nuggets Nuggets of wisdom. I think you'll find it helpful. At any rate, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. We will be back on Tuesday with a typical episode. But for now, enjoy this Q&A session. Take care. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Okay, so let's dive into some questions, people. We have. Right. Uh, th- okay, so the premise for all of this is not that we know everything. Mm-mm. We don't have all the answers, but you know what? We have uh, a testimony. We have lives that are imperfect and saved by the grace of God. Yes. And we have. Uh, we have. Uh, God's word to lean on, and we have community that yeah. has helped us. Yeah. And so we would love to answer some questions if we can, by God's grace, <laughs> knowing that He is He is uh, smarter than us. The Holy Spirit is working um, and yep. alive and active. Amen. Um, we're going in and out on Instagram. One sec, guys. Sorry, friends. Woo. Let's get off that. I think okay. our, I think our next giveaway may have to be on fear, on fierce marriage on Facebook. Yep. Yep. So come on, people. All right, there Facebook. Go. Good job. Okay, Instagram, are we back? Okay. We got you. So we got five we more minutes change. till another till another giveaway. Okay, yeah, we're gonna do another f- giveaway in five minutes. All right, let's talk some through some questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, now we got to sift through all the giveaway stuff to get to the <laughs> questions. <laughs> it's okay. We have some questions. So we have a question from Grace. Um, it's how do I communicate with my husband in a healthy way when I get angry mm. with him or I have a dis- we have a disagreement about something. Um, so Grace is right. She says, I usually tend to shut down and get, I get quiet in these situations. Yes. What do you say from a wife's perspective? From a wife's perspective, um, I think that it's okay to take a step back for a moment and take a breath and maybe understand how you process things. Um, if you're communicating out of anger, which I am so guilty of and I mm-hmm. do all too often, more than I'd like to admit, um, you know, words <laughs> yeah. are more hurtful. They're less, um, they're less building up. You're not really working towards any reconciliation. You're kind of, at least for right. me, I'm more venting and just letting everything out, uh, which is not productive. It's actually more destructive. <laughs> so I would definitely encourage you to, you know, understand how you process anger and disagreement, um, and seek God's word on that and maybe seek some outside help people that know you and that can say, yes, this is how you are. This is in a loving way. You know, this is how I see you. Or maybe you can even ask your husband, this is, yes, this is mm-hmm. how you process things. And when you shut down, it doesn't help me. Or, you know, it, if you shut down, why do you shut down? What makes you shut down? I'm the shutter and downer. He's and the shutter I'm downer. I'm the one who shuts down usually. Yeah. And it's hard for me because I'm like, I want to talk about this right now. Yeah. And he's kind of like, this is not the time to talk about this. So, yeah, to answer that question, at least from a, from a husband's perspective yeah. and also someone who shuts down, I think uh, it's okay to let it breathe a little yeah. bit. 
like you were saying, I think, and, and to just step and there's, back. There's a, there's a difference between, I think, letting it breathe and then just being like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's I'm definitely a distance between letting it breathe and, yeah. and unhealthy, like letting the separation divide you. Yeah. So at some point in an argument, we just finished a podcast on this. Yeah. It'll be live next in this this Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the uh, we just finished it. There's a when you when you're reconciled or when you're fighting, the whole point is reconciliation, right? Right. So you get a point. You get to a point where being right is no longer. Uh, of the of greatest concern, right? And so, and now it's about feeling hurt and mm-hmm. feeling heard, and and helping your spouse to feel like they're they're cared for, they're loved, yeah. And that, um, yeah. And if you're shutting down because you're you're feeling hurt, I think it's okay to kind of again just sit there and try to process and understand. But if you're shutting mm-hmm. down because you just are like, I don't know what to do, and I'm just don't want to deal with this and right. blah blah blah, and kind of cutting off shutting down and going and walking away i don't know if that's necessarily healthy how you process that for sure yeah so in that in that instance it's definitely um we find we always say this we set appointments with each other so if you're shut if you're shut down and we'll we'll end it with this Mm -hmm. uh if i I will say hey can we talk tonight Mm -hmm. it'll be like in the morning Mm -hmm. and we're heading off to work or to do our daily stuff or whatever and i'll say hey can we just i need 15 minutes tonight to talk to you mm-hmm. express how you're feeling um and pray for the holy spirit to work in that situation to soften your hearts yeah um yeah all right is it time for a giveaway because i think i saw one all right facebook facebook oh who do we want <laughs> we want you all to get them all right yeah, you guys no are but great. um so where'd she go oh man lost it that's all right that's all right Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got Bethany Schwitema. Did I say that right? Bethany, S-C-H-U-I-T-E-M-A. Just like her comment right there. Yeah. You um, <laughs> you are now going to get, you said 30-day challenge, so I assume you're talking about two as one. We'll give you that one. All right? No, this is a 31-day challenge. Well, oh, this is 30 days, though. That's right. We'll okay. give you, we'll give you, uh, you tell us, all right? Tell Email us, us care at fiercemarriage.com. We'll send Hold you. Hold on. Let me um, write her name down so we don't forget. Yes, for the 31 day pursuit, you'll get two books just by the way. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> care at fiercemarriage.com. All right, guys. So we have another we question. We need to give one away to a guy because I saw some guys on Well, we got to, ex- we got, we got to get some dudes to, to comment here. There was. Go ahead. Go ahead. Look <laughs> Terrence for... is cracking me up. That's who it was. I saw Terrence. All right. So we do have Instagram. This question's okay. coming to you. Um, how do I get my spouse to open up to me about things um, that hurt me? And she can't open up to people about... Uh, t- I'm just that she say can this. open up to people at her job about things that I wish she would. Mm. Okay. That she would talk to me about. Yeah. So it's like emotional intimacy. It hurts me. Yeah. And it hurts me. Any advice? Yeah, emotional intimacy mm. is very tricky. Um, well, it's tricky too when you work. You know, you're spending so much time with other people during the yeah. day. It's a hard thing. So I, I think you're going to need to go back to your friendship. Okay, not to be too like mm-hmm. uh, pat answer about it, but definitely you want to cultivate your friendship, cultivate trust, because yeah. there's a reason she's not going there, um, going to you first uh, for when she needs help, right? Or if she's feeling hurt. Mm-hmm. And hey, there's Rebecca Level. Hey. Miss a poet actual. That's oh, was. <laughs> I was like, hi. hi. Good to see you, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Um, and John, you better get on here, John. I know you need this. <laughs> John Lovell needs all the marriage advice advice he can get. Stop. <laughs> Just be nice. 
Uh, he's the warrior poet. If you guys follow Warrior Poet Society, that's John and Rebecca Lovell. Mm-hmm. We love you guys too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're talking about um, emotional intimacy and how to cultivate emotional intimacy. It starts with your friendship. It starts yeah. with having fun together, yeah. doing things together. Remember why you got married in the first place. Right. It's so easy to forget that yeah. when you get five, six, seven years, or even sooner when you get those many years in, it's easy to forget why. Yeah. Why you know your friendship, and so yeah. it, and and if there's not friendship there and there's not trust there it's gonna be really hard to come to each other with emotional uh with emotional needs right and i think two things here too you really want to um be intentional about that time so we have date nights we have date days you know yesterday we went to a mariners game because we have not i've never been to one and there was just we got to spend a lot of kind of quality time together which if you have kids you know you got to figure out you know kid kid care (laughs) um but that time is so important you know it's the best thing for you guys it's the best thing for your kids the second thing i would say is to really um i think as wives we have to really guard our conversations with coworkers, Mm -hmm. um because it's really easy for me when i used to work um in the corporate world to talk to my other female coworkers about things we're doing or whatever and then it's so easy to kind of fall into you know, maybe not necessarily like slamming your husband, but like, oh, I wish you would do that. Or, you know, painting them in a not so great light. And then it's kind of a slippery slope. You start talking about little things and then you have another eight hour day together and you just Mm -hmm. start conversating about things maybe that, you know, maybe she's not meaning to, you know, maybe give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's not meaning to, but maybe there's a way you guys can have a conversation about that and say, like, I wish I would really like to talk about these things with you. You you know, as a husband, he Mm -hmm. really wants to talk to her about these things. Um, and maybe yeah. I, you feel hurt and presenting it in a way that is not attacking, but is just kind of humble and graciously yeah. trying to be clear about, you know, what you're feeling and how you can express that in a healthy way and not one that is just. That's good. So I would add as a husband, mm-hmm. um, from a husband's perspective, pursue her like with everything you have in that, uh, chase yeah. after her set up, uh, date days, yeah. uh, a, a set dates weekly, monthly, mm-hmm. um, preferably weekly we do a weekly date lunch Mm -hmm. that's been so good for our friendship it it keeps us close it keeps us uh tight-knit and it gives us a space to communicate now if you have kids there's all kinds of complexity around that so you need to make sure that you're making a priority you might need to invest Mm -hmm. but definitely invest that time and a little bit of uh you know money if if it means going out to dinner or whatever so that you can have a healthy date day thanks travis he said thank you for answering his question absolutely try to help there's another good one over here by Lewis Shaw on Facebook. Ryan, how do you make it routine to lead your family? Hmm. Good question. Lewis, thanks for asking, man. Um, you know, it's, it's not perfect at all. One of the things that uh, we've found to be really helpful and I find especially easy to grab onto as a husband and as a father mm-hmm. to lead our family is family worship. Mm-hmm. I actually have the book right here. Uh, this book, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's called Family Worship. By Donald Whitney. Donald Whitney. It's really short. You can see how small it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we I lead family worship every morning um, that, that I think about it. Not every morning. We try to. We try to. But we really try to set the mornings yeah. uh, to set spiritual foundations mm-hmm. just ready for the day with us, with our girls. Yeah. And that usually happens together. Yeah. So it has to be at a different kind so, of level. Yeah. And here's what that looks like tangibly, right? We do three things. Mm-hmm. Not two three. We do three things. We read God's word together. Mm-hmm. And so since our, our daughters are ages four and two, and so what we do for them is we read the children's storybook Bible. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's it's what it's a called. Great reset. It's amazing. Yeah, the storybook it's, Bible. Everything goes back to Jesus. Yeah. A Jesus storybook Bible is what it's called. Yes. Um, that's awesome. And it usually takes about three minutes to read that, five minutes to read that. Yep. We sing songs yep. from the New City Catechism. There's an incredible app called New City Catechism. Yeah. And catechism, if you don't know, it's an ask and response. It's like a Catholic word, but really it's a Christian word mm-hmm. in that we're, we're learning doctrine and teaching them doctrine in a way that they can understand. So mm-hmm. what is God? God is the creator of everything, everyone and everything. Uh-huh. Right. And so they're, they're answering these questions and it's in song form. Right. So Our two-year-old sing. is singing her catechism. Yeah. She loves them. Yeah. Like and it's... Della knows how to, she knows the Lord's Prayer. Yeah, I'm just... actually teaching her the Nicene Creed right now. You are. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so ambitious. So we do, we read Jesus Storybook Bible. Yeah. We, we do New City Catechism. Mm-hmm. We sing the songs. The kids love those and yeah. we pray. And yeah. usually when we pray, we'll ask, what can we pray for you about? Yeah. Right? Just because we want to get into the habit yeah. of, of them hearing that and us asking that. And yeah. All of this happens within probably 10 minutes because, you know, kids, they got or little less, attention yeah. spans. And it's not that we're trying to feed those short attention spans. We're really just trying to help them to meet them where they're at, mm-hmm. I think. Exactly. So, and they're two, two years old. I mean, and that's how long not necessarily. And yeah. you know what? God is so good because it really does minister to our hearts to read those story, the storybook Bible. Um, but we yeah. do tend, we do have our own kind of devotion time yeah. with the Lord. <laughs> At yeah. least we try to, you know, um, and then we have actually our podcasts have been so such a blessing to us. Not that everybody can do that, but yeah. um, just kind of those family worship. And you are. Yeah, you've, you really have stepped up and it doesn't, it's not big steps. Like it's just like, it's getting that book and saying, okay, we're going to do this. Even if it's once a week, you start and then you add another day of the week, you know, and just kind of starting those conversations and being consistent about it. It's amazing how your heart, I think will grow in that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just to add to that, also okay. will like so I'll, I'll be reading scripture like I was reading in Ruth a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and I just will share with Selena what I've been reading, and we'll yeah. pray through that. I'll ask her for prayer. So just being yeah. very transparent about that, but also being very intentional about that. So That's hopefully awesome. that answered your questions. That's yeah. actually been a lot to unify us as parents and as, yeah. as husband and wife. I want to give two books away now to okay. two different people. Got to find a guy. I do. You gave two ways. I have one right now. Girls. He was. He's been here. Brad Brady. If you're still here, yeah. Said you're watching with your wife Melinda. Brad and Melinda Brady. Boom. <laughs> on Facebook. And we have one on Instagram. Somebody asked. Um, oh. It was a gal. Okay. Megan Mind E. <laughs> Megan Mind. Megan underscore Mind with an E. Okay. And uh, we would love to give you and your husband some books as well. Just uh, email us. Yep. Brad and Megan. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us care at fiercemarriage.com. Um, we are writing your name down, and so nobody else email that because we we're on to you. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't uh, don't fake it either. It's, uh, this is the uh, this is yeah. It's trying on, to be generous system. here, people. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's fine if there's like we'll ten people that goes. want. <laughs> okay, there was a question on Instagram. Did we just answer one from Instagram? Um, there was know. one about making a big decision that I thought was really good because I feel like there's okay. a lot of people making big decisions. I don't know who it was from up there. Um, I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it said, I can't, I can't remember what she said, but she said, uh, how do you handle like making good, uh, big decisions uh, when neither of you feel peace about any of it? So she was talking about how she wants to move to Texas and he wants to move to Maine. Um, and I think that in our marriages, we are faced with those kinds of big, big decisions of, you know, we really, the internet has made it, at least for us, you know, we can work anywhere, but we've, we felt the call of God and it's been strategic and we felt like it's Holy Spirit led of where, of each step that we've taken right. any type of big steps like that. Like when we moved to Southern California for five years, it was 
I would say that we we both had peace about it. Mm-hmm. He tends to lead the bigger steps, um, but we both have learned and grown in our marriage to where we really hear God, where we know that this is the next step. It just God is so faithful to make it clear. And so I guess if you don't have peace about something, um, it, it's okay what to kind wait. Of, it's okay to wait and not rush. But what kind of peace do you need? Like the peace of God is different than just oh, I feel good about this. Like, do you yeah, know what so I mean? So my dad, he's an awesome guy, super wise. He he, we were dealing with some decisions early on in our marriage, mm-hmm. and we still do deal with these decisions. But he he shared this wisdom with me, and he said, God uh, never motivates through fear; he motivates through joy. Right? Mm-hmm. He motivates through peace. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if your if your lack of peace is there because you're afraid, mm-hmm. um, then, then, then that's, that, that might be, mm-hmm. God, if you're making a decision because you're afraid, in other words, you, you're afraid of missing out or you're afraid of some other reason, that's right. probably not a good motivation, right. but if you're making that decision because you are moving forward in peace and in right. joy, um, if you are afraid, um, then that might be a chance to have faith, right? Yeah. If, if you have this joy and this hope to move forward into this Well, and walking season. together in that, because I feel like that was kind of our Southern California journey was that you had always wanted to go there. And I was kind of like, oh, I'm really reluctant. But then when we had some friends there, I was a little more, okay, I think I can do this. And it wasn't necessarily like a deep fear. It was just kind of a uncertainty. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I would just was a little on the, let's hit the brakes here a little bit, but with your decisions for us, any type of really big decision I'm seeing a trend is because things have mm-hmm. grown or changed in our life as far as like, Oh, kids are bigger. Um, we need two cars. We need a bigger car. Like we just can't fit in our little car anymore. You know, it's kind of been whenever we move somewhere, it's cause our family's here. There's just bigger things kind of outside of us that are leading mm-hmm. us to those decisions. Um, and those big decisions just kind of answer the yeah. question. Right. Yeah. So, That's good. Real quick. Uh, okay. Sean, Chandra, um, you asked what the name of this book was. It's called family worship. By Donald Whitney. By Donald I think it's Whitney. only like $8 on yeah. Amazon or something. It's an amazing, it's a Crossway book. Yeah. Um, published Super by great. Crossway. Super great. Okay. So we have another question. This one actually came in through our podcast. Um, okay. And you can ask any question you want through our web, our website, mm-hmm. fiercemarriage.com slash ask. Um, and that's where these questions are coming from. Yeah. But this one is from an anonymous writer. Okay. And she says, my husband uses pornography and he has used it throughout the entirety of our relationship. He tries to stop, but always falls back into the same mm. struggles. What do I do as his wife when I feel like giving up hope that he will ever mm. change and feel always be a struggle in our marriage? Mm. So what do you think as a wife? I'm just so reading I it. guess I can share. Okay. We, we dealt with this issue early on in our marriage. I had, you know, I had my own struggles with it. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there are different, I think there are different levels of addiction, mm-hmm. right? And so it, it sounds like this is a pretty deep addiction and it's more and more common to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the first thing I want to say as a husband speaking to the wife and also to the other husbands is that there is always, always, always hope that, that the addiction does not define you. Yeah. Christ defines you. Yeah. His righteousness defines you and the Holy spirit will help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as far as the path out of that, I'm not saying it's an easy path. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely not an easy path to get out of uh, any addiction, right? Um, but especially pornography because it's so prevalent mm-hmm. and it's so easy and it's so, uh, you know, it's so just, uh, it's accessible. It's, it's everywhere. Accessible, yeah. It's so, it's such a battle. It's something hard to fight off. And I think the first step for us, and it was pretty drastic, even back then, um, like 10 years ago, it was pretty drastic is we didn't have internet in our house. We just did not have internet. We did not have wifi. Um, we didn't share it with anybody. We just didn't have internet. And so if he wanted to get on 
the internet, then he would have to go somewhere public. You know, he'd have to go somewhere. Um, so I think that was kind of a, a uh, kind of just like a, yeah. a, a solid cut. Okay. We're just going to, this is where we're going to start. Um, and then gradually as, as time went on and we were able to kind of work through it and communicate through it. And as a wife, you know, can I jump in? Yeah. I will say this, that that actually does not, that won't, a sw- that won't actually no, stop no, it. No, no, no. I'm just saying that I was a that big first it, step for us. That's a big first step because it's an easy, it makes it harder. Yeah. Because there's a book out about this and it's like, talks about how the those types of things, sin always happens in darkness. Right. Right. So fit, like tangibly, yeah. late at night yeah. when no one's around. I'm tired right? and just, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it, and so like exposing that. Yeah. And so it, getting rid of those avenues that when you're, when you're tired and um, like worn down yeah. emotionally, maybe you're frustrated. You don't, you can't just like go into another room and, right. and commit right. this sin. Right. Um, and so that that's how you kind of get get at that. Mm-hmm. I think the change happened most with us when basically we started having more transparent conversations right, around it. Right. And those conversations, you know, I really, I didn't know what to say initially. I didn't know what, I was hurt, you know, and there's definitely some fallout from that. You kind of, you feel a little hopeless. You feel betrayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but not just me expressing those things to him is not enough as far as um helping just it's okay to kind of express some emotion and be hurt but lashing out is not gonna help anything at all i think it was good for him to maybe know the feelings for me to name the feelings that i was dealing with Mm -hmm. um in the situation but ultimately i felt like god led me to just to extend grace and say you know what i this is hard this hurts i don't like this but in order for us to move forward, I feel like this is the only way. Mm-hmm. I need you to be honest with me, and I need us to be transparent yeah. with each other. And in some ways, I need to be your accountability partner. And that doesn't mean that I am like asking every single question of what's happening. Typically, the conversations are, have you stumbled across anything? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, did it lead to anything? Yes. Okay, well, Which let's talk about this. basically that means, this. did you entertain? Did, did you, she's asking me yep. if I entertained it. And I'm happy to say that that's not... Right. The case. Right. And, and it's not me policing him. It's not me. No, but I know that. So anytime I feel tempted, mm-hmm. which guys, you'll never not feel tempted. Right. Temptation is not sin. Okay. So you need to understand this, that, that Jesus was tempted. Right. And he didn't sin. And right. he was still without sin. So temptation is not a need, need for shame. Mm-hmm. Temptation is temptation. But knowing that you're going to ask me yeah. faithfully right. and diligently, she's going to ask me right. is like, when that temptation hits, that cost is so high. Yeah. It's yeah. so high because it's not, I'm not going to hide it. I've told right. you that you can ask me anything and I'll always tell you right. the truth. And I think having those intentional conversations like, hey, once a week, this time, whatever, we're always, I always want to talk about this, you know, starting somewhere small. Okay. We're always going to have this conversation, you know, and if, if the, I think that there are definitely times when you need to seek mm-hmm. outside counsel and professional help um, and bring, you know, a Christian psychologist into the situation and somebody to help you guys out and lead you through this this journey because it's it's not one that we should be doing alone and whether that looks like having someone having a couple in your community um, help you walk through that or if that means you know getting some professional counseling you know take the steps to invest in your marriage to seek God's way to mm. get his clarity because yeah. it, there's so much more to be had and never give up hope God is so big and so good and so faithful yeah 
Um, hopefully that answers yeah. the question. Um, I'm going to answer a quick question, easy one, and then we're going to give away some more books. So if you haven't heard this, we're giving away tons of books. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you get to choose which one. We have Fierce Marriage, the book, the 31 Day Pursuit Challenge, which is two books. Yes. And uh, audio book of Fierce Marriage. Books. And our two as one devotional as yes. well. Yes. Uh, just comment with the, your spouse's name and which book you would like. We'll pick one at random. <laughs> okay, someone asked us, Marta Leone asked us if we are Catholic. Yep. Uh, the answer is no. Um, however, there's the Apostles' Creed, which yes. I think talks about we believe in the Holy Catholic Church, which that word Catholic we do, and uh, is actually talking about the universal church. Um, and there, and we're not going to say uh, people that love Jesus and rely on him for their salvation uh, are, are believers, right? Mm-hmm. We are Protestants and we go to a reformed church mm-hmm. called Gospel Life Church. It's an Acts 29 church. Just to clear that up. Yeah. Um, we love Jesus, though. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here we go. Some books. Who we got here? We're going to do one from Instagram and we'll do one from from Facebook. We need to give an audio book away. We've gotten a few audios that have been wanting... Okay. Been saying, give me the audiobook. Okay. <laughs> okay. Think, go up on. Selena, you pick one. <laughs> okay, you got to scroll up for me. Scroll up for me. Oh. oh. We're picking oh. at random here. You got to pick at random. Well, but, okay. <laughs> Sorry. This is not I'm trying to be like <laughs> some, to some, some to the guys, some to the ladies. Well, it's all random. If the guys are represented, they'll get some. All right, Wilson Moy, you are a winner. Of this giveaway, Wilson Moy on Facebook. All right, and your wife Caitlin. Uh, let's see. You need that book to prepare yourselves for marriage. Next, she's not your wife. She's your uh, your fiance. Fiance. Hey, congrats! Everybody, give it next up for Wilson year. Moy. Clap, Woo! clap, clap. At a boy. Good job. Marriage is Put, great. Good job putting a ring on it. <laughs> it really is. We will send you the thirty-one days of pursuit. Although, skip the sex days. All right, you're not married. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, and we will send that your way. Oh, the way you would claim that is you uh, send us an email to care at fiercemarriage.com. All right, Instagram, we're coming at you. All right, SD, SD Tosh, you are a winner. Steve, Ste- Steven or Stefan, your husband. You SD guys, Tosh, Steven. Okay. SD Tosh, Got it. you are <laughs> going to get two as one. Uh, email us at care at fiercemarriage.com. Poor Carrie, our lovely gal carrie who she coincidentally does our care emails awesome. she's gonna be like who are these people email- asking us for free, asking books. for free books i'll let her know don't worry okay we got you we got you okay guys so we're gonna spend a few more minutes probably another 15 minutes or so answering questions um but before we do that i just want to let you know aaron nyack you get an audio book all right audio version <laughs> just feeling generous today people. all right aaron i'm gonna like this comment there you go all right Email us, care at fiercemarriage.com. All right, just so you guys know, we have, um, we've been doing Fierce Marriage for five years, five Six. and a half years. Yeah. Uh, we've been married going on 15 years. If mm-hmm. you don't know this, the whole reason we started it is because we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and never gives in. And the whole point, the whole reason, John loves <laughs> I know, commenting. I'm sorry. <laughs> to love's eternal glory, he said. <laughs> Kevin Malone. Clark. Oh my gosh. There he is, Warrior Poet Society. There he is, there he is. Good, good friend of ours. <laughs> I knew you before you were famous, John. So just remember the little people. All right. Um, so you, do, you derailed my uh, about us thing. So fierce marriage. Okay. Everything is about, it comes back to Jesus. Yes. Right. And so we always talk about Jesus being the center of our marriage because without him, we would literally be divorced. Yes. Without him, we would, I would probably be dead. I mean that because we went through some really dark seasons yeah. in our lives. Um, when we wrote this book, Fierce Marriage... 
the whole story's in there, but essentially in the second year of our marriage, I got very sick. We celebrated our second anniversary coming back from overseas after yep. almost dying of a heart. I had a heart um, defect. Yeah, I almost died. Um, so Jesus is good, you guys. And the yeah. whole point, we our mission, just so you're aware, the mission of Fierce Marriage, if you're ever reading our stuff or you see our images on mm-hmm. Instagram, which you guys are so great, you're so encouraging, you yes. like those images, we yes. spend a lot of time on those. You see them on Facebook coming through, same thing there. Um, we always try to point people to Christ. The idea is that if you're going to give us your eyes or your ears, mm-hmm. the podcast or through the website mm-hmm. or any sort of social media, we want to give you... We want to point you to the source mm-hmm. of joy, the source of salvation. Yeah. We want to preach Jesus for salvation. We want to teach Jesus for sanctification. That's yes. the whole point of it. The mission of Fierce Marriage yeah. is to point couples to Christ and to commission marriages for the gospel. Mm-hmm. And that we believe that every marriage has a purpose that's beyond itself. Marriage is not just for you. It's right. not just for your own happiness. Gary, Gary Thomas said this. He said, it's for your holiness, yeah. right? It's There's no more sanctifying relationship than the one you share mm-hmm. with your spouse. And after that, it's the one you share with your kids, mm-hmm. right? Because they're the ones that are going to be sanctifying you. So yeah. all I have to say, like, thank you for being a part of this community. We're thankful uh, for every one of you, mm-hmm. even though God has been so gracious in, in letting so many people yeah. know about Fierce Marriage. Yeah. Um, and we hope to do events so we can meet you in person in the mm-hmm. coming year and mo- years and months. Yeah. Um, but if you if you are passionate about uh, Christ-centered marriage, we recently created this way to do it. And I won't spend a lot of time on it, but we're, we're on Patreon. It's patreon.com mm-hmm. slash fierce marriage. And if you don't know this, Patreon is a way for creators like us, yeah. ministers, to uh, connect directly with our listeners yeah. and our readers. Um, and it just it, basically it's a way to... Uh, to get partnership with right. you financially. And kind of direct. So, and it's been, it's, yeah. we take it from, uh, what's the verse? Is it it's in, it's in, uh, it's in Philippians when he says, <laughs> I thank God for you, for your support yes. of, of this work that we're doing right. together. And, right. it's, and we believe it's the most biblical model for this. We're actually at a point where we're at a crossroads where we're needing to like decide, are we going to grow in this way or grow in this way? And I right. think God is leading us to go more in like deeper, drill right. deeper into relationships with, with you people. So mm-hmm. we actually meet you in person in the U S but also internationally, right. well, which I'm means serving. that we need yeah. friends. We yeah. need people to help. Yeah. Um, we need to, to, we need help to create these infrastructures, right. For fierce marriage groups. Mm-hmm. We have this really fun initiative. We're going to call fierce table, which I'm just letting it all out of the bag, I guess. which gives you an excuse to <laughs> gather with other couples that you love and have right. gospel centered conversations to hopefully know and be known in a way yeah. that's truly gospel centered. Well, and we also want to be able to serve the local church mm-hmm. that you're yeah. in and serve and yeah. be a part of, you know, however we can, as far as marriage ministry yeah. and illuminating Jesus in our marriages. And so fierce table is kind of one of those ways of equipping uh, churches as well. To yeah. And it's kind of the entry level point yeah. toward what we were called, we were called fierce marriage groups, uh, which we will use to equip uh, churches to mm-hmm. have a uh, really kind of short term, uh, three to six months marriage mm-hmm. cohorts yep. all around uh, discipleship and discipling each other. So uh, anyway, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of this uh, Just and being a part of this live thing and being a part of Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, <laughs> but also um, for listening to the podcast and for the people that we have about, we have about, I think, 17 patrons right now. And we started two weeks ago. That's awesome. And so we're very excited, but we're, we're looking so for grateful. more. Yes. Uh, and we'd love to have your, your partnership through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash fierce marriage. That's the last thing I'm going to say about that. <laughs> fierce parents next book idea. Yeah, we are definitely been taking notes. Uh, we're only f- almost five years into it. So, I mean, we're taking notes right now. I think there's things that we have definitely learned that we're excited to share through all of our mm-hmm. failures. So, yes. Yay! There's um, hey, Journey, Journey Women. Journey Women. That's uh, Hunter. Hi. Yep. Hi, Hi Hunter. Hunter. Good to see you. 
Um, we're going to, Selena is going to have you on the podcast and I'm going to join because you guys are going to talk and I'm just going to listen in. <laughs> I was like, I think she just wants to talk to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it was me or us, but you know. And we got to meet your husband too, Hunter, yes. by the way. Oh, he's a military guy, I think, right? I think he is. Okay. I think so. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to answer a few more questions, you guys. But before we do that, let's give away some more books. We're going to go up into the, the comments earlier. Okay. Do we want to get, what are we giving away? We're going to see what they want. Okay. Give uh, the people what they want. Good. Okay. Josh, Josh Maynard. Yep. And your wife, Erica, you guys are going to get the Fierce Marriage book. It's coming your way. That sounds familiar, that last Josh name. Josh Maynard, that does sound very familiar. I feel like we might know you. Do we you. know you? <laughs> Do we know you? Okay. So let's... um. Let's uh, let's answer some more questions. So somebody's asking. They said, "Do you? Oh, I already own Fierce Marriage and Husband in Pursuit. Do you recommend a book for marriage um, with an unsaved wife? Do you know of any books for marriages for unsaved? Well, uh, what was that one? Shoot. <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for something that isn't doesn't include Christianity, um, what is that book? I cannot think of it. Ah, is it Love and Respect? That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Love and Respect is a really good That's one. That's Emerson Egrich, I think. I think. But I don't think it's Christian. It is, yeah, oh. I think. Well, I don't really know many You know that what? Not. It's really funny. I'm, I'm just going to say this. We don't read a lot of marriage books. <laughs> <laughs> we used to. Well, but we don't read books that aren't like gospel centered. We read really. them because it turns into like research is why. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we do a lot of uh, reading, but unfortunately not around the marriage space. Um, it's funny how things pertain if you're to marriage, watching this You read you... a book on prayer and you're like, wow, yep, our marriage yep. needs prayer. Well, really, every, <laughs> needs every prayer. marriage is a, is a marriage book. Every book is a marriage book at some level, right? <laughs> right. There it is. There, <laughs> there it, is. it is. Nailed it. <laughs> yep. Five love languages. Yes. Thank you. Thank That's you for a good that. one. Yep. We love that one. So definitely check out five love languages. Doctor, uh, That's Dr. Gary uh, Chapman. Chapman. And he is uh, an amazing uh, gospel, Jesus-loving guy, gospel-centered mm-hmm. guy, but the book is written from a um, kind of a more neutral standpoint. And I think yeah. it's a great entry-level book for couples trying to learn how to love each other well um, and love each other um, intentionally, mm-hmm. right, in ways that they can actually hear it. Okay. His needs, her needs. Thanks. See, everybody's answering. There's some good answers I in there. I knew we should just put it out that there. That was the one. Yep. 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 Cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. We love you, community. Super helpful. You're so All right, awesome. we got time for a few more comment or okay. questions and a few more giveaways here. Let's see. Hashtag no go go we stop. You scroll Hashtag my husband does doesn't have social media. Yes. Vanessa. Yes. <laughs> hi Vanessa. Tell your husband we said hi. I love it. And good for him for not having social media. <laughs> I um, show him your podcast. That's great. Oh. No. What you got? Sorry, I was just just reading through here. I'll get to see my face when I'm thinking, my thinking face. I have bad eyes in case you're wondering. I squint a lot. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to answer a question that came in through our, our um, ask, fiercemarriage.ask. Okay. And, oh, we say uh, Alicia from Nova Scotia, There's, Canada. Yes. Good to see you. Thank you for joining us. That's amazing. Casey, Casey Cease. Good to see you, man. He's a friend. He's uh, Check out uh, Lucid Books. They have a lot of amazing gospel-centered books that you should you guys should check out nice um slow down sorry i'm the scroller goodness I scan. <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, we uh i'm gonna answer this question all okay. right and you can find another one while, okay. while i'm talking about this one so okay. this came through fiercemarriage.com slash ask you can submit a question there ask yes 
<laughs> the other, yeah. It just A-S-K. sounds muffled sometimes. Ask. And uh, you can submit a question there. Uh, and this person, this is a very challenging question. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if we can get at it. We just want to maybe give, uh, provide some hope. But she asked, uh, how to keep trying when your spouse isn't. Mm-hmm. We're still living together, but counseling has stopped. Our children uh, see only one spouse is checked in, meaning that they're emotionally checked out. Mm-hmm. Communication is our biggest issue. I keep praying and trusting God to show us his path. But lately the days are getting harder and encouragement mm-hmm. is welcome. So we have a good friend. I'll just share very candidly. We have a good friend. Um, well, they're friends. It's a couple, and it's it's Linda and Kenny, and they share their mm-hmm. their their testimony very openly. Mm-hmm. But early in their marriage, Kenny was totally um, disengaged, like, disengaged, from not wanting to go to church. But he knew he married a very yes Christian Christian girl. Yes, <laughs> they're hilarious. If if we ever get to have them on the, the best. podcast, we should I have them on it. the yes, podcast. I would love that. Done. Um, they're hilarious, and Kenny's one of my favorite guys. And he, he's also one of the roughest and toughest guys yes. that you'll ever meet. Linda's but the best. He was totally checked out, and she, uh, he, she would go to church and like read her Bible and do all that stuff. Try and talking to the mic so people can yeah, hear you. <laughs> and he would, uh, he would stay home and drink beer and watch football. Yeah, on Sundays. And she was so discouraged, and she yeah. was trying to like basically Bible thump him uh, into I heaven. I think she did literally sometimes. <laughs> she did literally hit Bible. him with her Bible. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and that obviously did not work until one day God just told told Linda, just love him where he's at. Mm-hmm. Like basically show him the gospel mm-hmm. through your actions and mm-hmm. not just your words and saying you love Jesus, but you show him that you actually do love Jesus. I'm putting words in her mouth. So she'll be able to say this better on the podcast <laughs> someday. But she came home and uh, without saying anything, he's on the couch mm-hmm. watching football. She goes to the fridge, grabs a beer, cracks it open and gives it to him. <laughs> and he sits and there. And she said, like, what's the what score? What is going on? And she <laughs> goes, what's the score? Yeah. 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 Um, that's not to say like, that's, that's how they lived that out. But mm-hmm. Kenny immediately was just like, what is going on? And right. all of a sudden he's, he's feeling loved by her. He's right. feeling like he's not just a nuisance to her mm-hmm. or an inconvenience, but you know, or that a, was a project for her project, to yeah. be saved. And so that again, you, this struggle that you're dealing with and the fact that he's not engaged yeah. and you keep trying and, or he or she's not engaged and you are, you're still trying. Right. Um, I think the only thing you can do is love them and pursue them meet as them well where the, as Meet you them can. where they're at. Yep. And pray for them and, and pray. pray for your own heart towards them, yeah. you know, cause it's so easy for us to pray for each other. But yeah. then how, how is, I mean, really examining our heart of how am I approaching them? Am I mm-hmm. really loving them as you know, how Christ would want me to love them or am I loving them selfishly? Is there some selfish yeah. ambition in there that is hindering me from really serving them and loving them? And, and it's hard. I get it. It's hard to not condone and, and make it, make them, uh, what is the word I'm trying to, it's hard to not say, give them a stamp of approval by, you know, loving them. Like it feels like you're giving up when you're just like, it's fine. I'll just love you where you're at. And mm-hmm. this is what it'll look like. But you know, when we're really loving them selflessly and meeting them where they're at, that speaks volumes. I think, mm-hmm. uh, not, you're not interested in them to get something from them. You're just interested in them because you love them and yeah, you're trying to, that's good know them better and i will say this uh that's amazing advice so good i would add you're welcome your marriage needs <laughs> your marriage needs advocates not mm-hmm. adversaries right yeah. so it's easy if you're venting to an in-law or to your own mother or father or a friend and they are siding with you mm-hmm. it's natural for for friends to want to side with you and, and to parents i think and too, to advocate sometimes. for you yeah. and yeah. for and to be an adversary to your marriage mm-hmm. and 
you need to be clear with them. Your marriage needs advocates, mm-hmm. not just you, but you're, they, you need them to advocate and pray for you as a married couple, yeah. not just you as a spouse. Yeah. So yeah. I'll add that. Josh Bruffle just joined. Mm-hmm. Josh, if you're still watching, I want you to know that I'm looking in a seminary because of you yeah. right now, and I need your help to find a good seminary uh, place to go. Uh, we need we need to know more. Yes. And there's just Probably options. Probably him first. And also, if you want to help me pay for it, do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're just... terrible. Josh is awesome. Um, You're going to see him. uh, Remember that name, Josh Breffel, people. You're going to see him in the history books. Yep. All right. Okay, so I think we have time for maybe another question. Um, Let's see. Um, Maybe go up a little bit. Another great book, you guys, for husbands or Mm -hmm. wives. Mm -hmm. Um, Our friends Jen and Aaron Smith. Yep. Have incredible resources. They have two books. They're called Husband After God and Wife After God. And they're definitely, um, and there's also, they have prayer books that Mm -hmm. are great as well. Really great. Uh, Those are great resources as well if you're a husband um, wanting to love your wife well or vice versa. Uh, We got one, uh, not one more, I guess, but this question, how do you find encouraging married friends when there are so many who complain about their marriage? Mm. So good. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's the occasional here and there. My, fr- you know, a friend of mine, we always kind of joke about her husband's, he's very frugal. He's very logical, <laughs> less about. emotional. <laughs> but I just, we love him. He's a great guy. And he's just, but the, you know, there's just kind of funny, quirky things about him. And she might complain here and there, but it's kind of all in like, we're sort of joking, but also like venting some frustration, you know, so that's a, that's, but I think that's okay. I think that's that okay. Level, yeah. But when you're really like bashing your spouse or gosh, she's never like this. He's always like this. Right. What are you, I mean, what are you really doing? Are you just there to vent or are you there to actually like seek some sort of advice? Cause I think mm. those kinds of conversations can come out when you're frustrated, but if you're actually trying to go to somebody and say, okay, I am having trouble. Like, I feel like he's always like this. Is this a he? Is this a me? Is this a what? Like, help me identify what is happening here because I, I don't understand, um, the dynamics. I don't know why he's always like this, you know, and it's, it really is important for you to have those friends that are glad to be married, that are happy to be married, that love being married. I mean, the thing, the same conversations you have when you have kids, people are like, I wish I didn't have someone, I wish I had more time by myself or something, you know, there's always something to complain about. But, um, for me, I've really had to kind of guard my heart about with those kinds of, um, relationships, you know, there's, I don't really allow them to speak into me, but I can, you know, I listen as a friend and I try to maybe encourage them or ask questions and try to help mm-hmm. them. But if people are just there to complain about their marriage, you know, maybe it's just not a conversation you need to engage in. Um, we find encouraging friends through um, church, <laughs> through yeah. small groups, you know, through like-minded, you know, we go to the Y a lot, We that, which is the YMCA. I think everybody knows about that. <laughs> you know, going to the gym and you just kind of have conversations with people and you kind of know where people fall. And yeah. you'll yeah. find that as you live your life mm-hmm. in light of the gospel and yeah. it really does influence every aspect of yeah. every conversation you yeah. have and you'll find God will provide faithfully those couples totally. that you need. Totally. We found them actually a lot of our close friends are people that we've met through um, our small group at church. Small group at yeah. church. Uh, historical friends, guys that I've known since I was like 15 years old right, and couldn't even, right. and was like just starting to drive. Right. And the, their wives that they met at college have become mm-hmm. incredible friends. Yeah. Uh, we also met some at a ladies group at a church that, yep. in, over, that I went to a mommy group and yeah. met some ladies and then found, and one of the 
older woman leading that group who's kind of an empty mm-hmm. nester. She opened her home and her life to us. Mm-hmm. And we get to be encouraged by her. We get to talk about scripture. We get to pray for each other. We get to kind of know what's going on in each other's lives. Um, so, you know, it's kind of interesting. God will just, I think, bring people into your world and you just... If you can kind of, if you're okay with pursuing them a little bit, I think it's okay. And I've met some girls at the gym, you know, just, Mm -hmm. you know, we just start talking. Yeah. And so if you, if you're at a church and this is going to be like, you're going to, you're going to make me mad at me, but if you're at a church that doesn't actually (laughs) preach the gospel, it's going to be really hard to find gospel centered community. And, and, and I mean that from Mm -hmm. experience in that there are churches that are church, they call themselves churches, but they're not actively preaching a gospel shaped life. In that you are a sinner saved by grace. Like that simple message doesn't make it to the top. And so yeah. um, it's really hard to live in light of a message you never hear. Right. And so I think being a part of a, a, a true church gathering that is centered on Christ and right. is gospel centric right. um, is pivotal to have developing friendships that are actually going where you want to go. Right? right. And there's less pressure in the in that kind of church. You know, we've we we were at a church where mm-hmm. it was not gospel centered. It was very me centered and it was kind of. Jesus was right. brought in as a as a tool and a means to get what I want, and um, that's just you'll you'll start to kind of differentiate and see. Mm-hmm. I think you know mm-hmm. where why there's just less pressure. You're living in light of the gospel. There's more freedom in Christ. You know, Christ came to set yeah. us free. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I can go on and on, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've said this before, um, and I just got done doing our like about us thing, but really Jesus has to be at the center of every aspect of your life. Like we've talked about priorities. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, we read our book, Fierce Marriage, we talk about this. We tend to put our priorities in, in kind of a hierarchical order, mm-hmm. right? God first. And th- this is the Christian priority list, right? God first, spouse, children, right. everyone right. else, mm-hmm. and, and so on and so forth. And that that's fine. I'm not going to say that's a bad like that's not a bad progression, yeah. but I yeah. prefer mm-hmm. the the concentric circle model, which is basically Christ is at the center and everything radiates outward from there, starting mm-hmm. with the home, right? Making right. disciples, enjoying God's grace, extending his glory, yes. Um, yes. Uh, loving each other uh, as Christ has loved us, like love God first, you know, that, all yeah. that kind of stuff radiates Absolutely. outward and it, it affects not just your relationships, but it affects, first off, we're our first disciples, mm-hmm. then our children, and then mm-hmm. we go outward from there to our neighbors, right. to the people right. that are in our immediate vicinity, not just geographically, but in community, people that we know in church and our relationships we already right. have. And maybe God's asking you to minister and to be that strong couple to yeah. the couple you're trying to reach. So, yeah. And anyway. I just, I, sorry, I like a comment on here, um, Rebecca uh, McAdams, Lindsay. She said, we know many wives and husbands that lead very separate lives, and mm. we in turn do almost everything together if if work schedules allow it's it is really sad we do i think uh tend to live very disconnected lives which is crazy because we're more disconnected right in culture Mm. we're more connected in culture as far as like the internet goes than we ever have been yeah and yet we live so disconnectedly um i would say go be a part of other things that your spouse does you know we have friends that husband plays on a softball team well she of course goes and watches maybe not all the time but you know she goes and watches and supports um, we have started kind of going to the gym together and talk about marital, uh, what do you want to call it? Not Counseling. Ish. Counseling. And <laughs> going lift. to the gym together. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to like, you know, get some anger out, lift some heavy things, <laughs> it'll change you. Um, or comment on your wife's squat form <laughs> <laughs> and you're sure to get a slap in the face. <laughs> no, he's my, he's my coach sometimes. Um, but you know, whatever you guys can do together, do it, do it, do it, do it. And be a part, be each other's, you know, cheer each other on. What? <laughs> Sorry. Ricky, you're my hero. 
He said, is Selena's secret sauce releasing soon? <laughs> Salty and sweet. Oh, what a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Selena's secret Somebody listens to our podcast. Yes, that's a podcast <laughs> joke. Uh <laughs> Selena, oh, somebody asked if they could deadlift with you. Selena is salty and sweet. <laughs> and w- of course you can deadlift with me. I don't actually deadlift anymore because it hurt. I think it hurts too much. <laughs> I did get 510 right, like pounds though. I, I deadlifted 510 and then, and then I tried to go heavier and then my body started. Getting too old, babe. Getting too oh, old to man, do. I just, you know, you can't keep up with those youngins anymore. These, these world's strongest guys, these men, they're like in, they're like in their twenties. So there's no way. There's I'm in no my mid-30s. So. Yeah. That that ship has sailed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and also, as I learned yesterday, a lot of MLB players are much younger than I yeah. thought. Like oh, on in the their podcast 20s. today, yeah. she was saying that we went to our she went to her first Mariners game yeah. yesterday. Seattle Mariners, uh, all the way. Which I'm 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 ashamed. I'm we, sorry. We played the Houston Astros, which they won the World, World Series, Series last winners. year, and we got we got beat pretty. I bad. mean, eight to three, but it, they we did really well, and they hit two homers. We did like, well. They they just hit a bunch guy. of home runs. Yeah. <laughs> You hit like three in the game, but anyways, you found out that what were you saying? It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I did. We love books. baseball. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Sorry. <laughs> His learn live on uh, much numbers. I deadlift books. Good job. Baseball was. Free I don't books. know where we were going with that. Baseball was a lot of fun. Anyway, we're getting. I think we're getting to the end of our <laughs> of our valuable time here. We're not going to be as valuable here. Oh anyway. wow! Her eleven year old holds a world record for powerlifting. What? Whoa! That's amazing crazy how much does he how much does he power lift rebecca how much does he power lift share that with us <laughs> uh, rebecca's answering that we're gonna give away another book so let's Hey-o. go let's go let's do an audiobook okay next audiobook comment we see it's coming your way hopefully we don't run out of these uh we'll send it your way and there's cds by the way so that's take that as it as it may but if you don't win an audiobook you can download an audiobook <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you can do that. Uh-huh. Okay, so next audiobook comment we see. Oh, here it is. P underscore Atwood. Okay. P underscore Atwood. It's coming your way. All right, guys. Audio. Just make sure when you email us that you say what you got. <laughs> I've been trying to keep notes. So I think the first three, I might have yeah. not gotten what books they were. But Ricky. You're the guy with the funny comment, <laughs> secret sauce comment. We'd love to come to your church, man, if it works out. We love serving the local church, and Texas is we've a been fun Texas. place to be. Yeah, we've been there a few times. I'm actually going to be in Dallas uh, at Which the Lions to? Roar conference Lions in November. Roar in I'm November. Not, I'm just visiting. I just get to come and hang out with the guys. But, so awesome. Um, that's in November. So if you're in Dallas, Ricky, uh, mm-hmm. you can look us up. Um, email care at fiercemarriage.com, um, and All we right. can figure that out. Either right. one more question or one more giveaway. Oh, man. I know. It's a hard thing. It's hard. <sighs> Who's y'all's favorite office character? Ooh. That's a good question. <laughs> Yours is Andy. Well, no. You love I have Andy. To, I go through. You love there's Andy. There's parts of Creed that really crack me up beyond, <laughs> beyond all. Okay. And, well, who's your number one? Oh. Uh, Andy. <laughs> That's because I know how much he annoys you. Like you like you're his little rude do do do's and all that kind of. He's just really annoying, obnoxious. So I find that funny. I don't know if I like him. He's just the funny one. Your favorite? Anyway. I don't know who my favorite would be. Who do you think my favorite is? You like Meredith. I do not like <laughs> Meredith. Stop it. <laughs> Someone said I need glasses. You're right. No. That was Ricky again. You probably do need. You probably yeah. do need some. No. <laughs> Jeff Bethke. Hey, I buddy. I think it's probably. <laughs> Good to see you, man. Who's my favorite? Uh, I like. Oh, I don't like Pam. She probably Jim, maybe. 
Because he's no, funny? Please, no, uh, I don't like him. It's it's Meredith. We'll go with that. <laughs> Dwight. Anyway, you guys, this has, I'm been a so, Dwight fan. this has been so great hanging out with y'all. We're at the tail end of our time here. Yes. Uh, hopefully you found this helpful. We're going to post this on our podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've, we've recorded this, uh, hopefully high quality, and <laughs> it'll be live uh, the Thursday following, it, a week from today. Yeah. So it'll be live on our podcast. It'll be a bonus thing. And if you missed any of the early questions, uh, then you can join us in I think there. it will be posted on Facebook later, won't it? Yeah. And it'll be available on Facebook, okay. uh, I think, through our, our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Fierce Marriage which obviously you guys know where that's at. Yes. So to end it, let's give away one more. Oh, just giving stuff away. Let's just give away one more 31-day pursuit challenge. We're going to give away these. If you You don't know what these are, it's (laughs) 31daypursuit.com. Lots of of books that we have. We have a whole warehouse full of them. Not not really. We have have a bunch, though. Um, Dwight. (laughs) Heather. (laughs) Yes, Dwight. Hey, Jody. Jody Dwayne Kershaw. We're going to give... we're going to give you uh, the two, uh, the, the husband and wife 31. in pursuit. All right. All right. So if you could email care at fierce marriage.com. All right, guys, we're going to call that a show because we have, or not a show. That's a podcast word. We just record uh, the podcast here. It's a busy <laughs> night, friends. A busy night. So we're going to call it. We're going to go get some dinner because we have like 30 minutes left on our babysitting clock. <laughs> And uh, we're going to go enjoy some time, the two of us. Thank you again. We love you. Uh, We really do mean that. We pray for you. We do pray for you guys. Um, We pray uh, that God is blessing you as individuals and also in your marriage that you would flourish, not just for for your good, but for his glory. Mm -hmm. And that you would be uh, prompted to act out of what you received in the gospel. And that when we share things with you, our goal is to always point you to Christ and to commission you for the gospel. Thank you so much for listening and watching and for being a part of this community. and if if you feel uh, <laughs> on the flippity flop, if you guys uh, feel compelled, share share our resources yeah. with people that you know and love. Yeah. Uh, we hope that they are helpful not just to you, but to people that you know as well. Yeah. So, um, all right. Anyway, you guys are awesome, and I love that you give us uh, people Thank are you for talking indulging trash. In our, Someone in says our... I need glasses and a spelling teacher. <laughs> I don't spell wrong. You don't spell wrong. Anyway. All right, guys, we're going to go. Thank you, Instagram. You guys are awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being an amazing community. We will see you soon. Until next time, stay fierce. Bye. And Facebook, you are still alive. (laughs) All right, guys. You are still alive. Bye, Facebook. We'll see you later. Oh, look at those hamburger emojis. Oh, there you go. And pizza. Hamburger it is. All right. Oh, Martin. (laughs) Can you end it? (laughs) See you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit FierceMarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care.